services and become beggars. It is therefore said in the Shastras, Materialism is based on sex, whether illicit or whether licit or illicit. Sex is full of dangers, even for those who are addicted to household life. Whether one has a license for sex or not, there is great trouble. Bahudukabhak. After one indulges in sex, many volumes of miseries ensue. One suffers more and more in material life. A miserly person cannot properly utilize the wealth he has. And similarly, a materialistic person misuses the human form. Instead of using it for a spirit, for, instead of using it for spiritual emancipation, he uses the body for sense gratification. Therefore, he is called a miser. Shri Prabhupada ki jai. He is called what? Miser. Miser. Uh, so this, uh, this is which chapter was which, which candle? Fifth. And which uh, chapter? 1422. I saw. And this uh, uh, verse uh, tells us about the, the pitfalls of. Uh, <coughs> Uh, uh, sex life in particular and uh, materialistic life in general. You see, if we don't, uh, if we don't uh, engage in Krishna service, then we're always in danger. So the uh, situation is. Uh, very uh, precarious for someone who's uh, in a materialistic life. There's a nice version of uh, Bhagavad Gita that tells us a lust is uh, residing in the uh, in the mind and the intelligence, so that. We uh, we don't have to look far. Where's our enemy? The lust is already there in the mind, in the intelligence. It's there to distract us. So it's very important that we don't succumb uh, to the uh, lust. Now, Prabhupada said that the uh, the Krishna conscious grihasas are not the same as the uh, regular grihasas because uh, they engage themselves in Krishna's service. So by doing that, they're protected. Otherwise, <coughs> like I met one guy in, uh, was, uh, in uh, Miami at the airport. He said, oh, you people, you engage in regulated sex life. But I'm a Christian, and Lord Jesus said in the Bible, you get married, you can have as much sex as you want. As much. I said, did Jesus say that? 
I couldn't exactly point out the verse, but I don't think anyone has even said that. Anyway, <laughs> this is what I think. So obviously, the more that we engage, the more uh, we succumb to the uh, to the um, our nature of the material conditioning. So it's important that we don't, you know, we, as a Krishna conscious Grihastha, they regulate themselves. And in this way, they can be uh, uh, safeguarded from uh, these uh, pitfalls that are mentioned in this verse. If they think that uh, I have a license so I can do unlimited, that's a dangerous situation because then they'll be more attached to the body and less attached to Krishna. So our Krishna conscious devotees, they worship the deities, they come to the temple, they, they have attachment to Krishna. Still they only have some attachment to the material world, but that's at least it's a, a balanced situation. Now yesterday was the uh, uh, appearance day, I argued, uh, not a Acharya, that, and I told one pastime last night, but there are a lot of uh, different pastimes. Uh, last night I told the pastime of his first Agor Purnima festival, but he also had a pastime work because he had initiated, he, he was a Kshatriya. He was the crown prince. He abdicated his throne and to be a devotee, he wanted to be a preacher. He didn't want to be a king. So he had initiated some Brahmas and others. He initiated anyone who was qualified. So he wanted to as one of Shinga Maharaj, he was astonishing the, uh, the uh, Ramas, and they were speaking against Anarjan. Uh, How dare he initiate? Ramas, we will go and challenge him to a debate. We are the Ramas, we will uphold Ramanical culture. So they went there. They, they uh, uh, grouped. They had a the marching band. It's like, it like as if they're going to war. But so the around Chandra Kaviraj and the Brahminical disciple of his what's his name? Aganga Narayan Chakravarti. They approached uh, Narsha and asked him what, what he thought. Uh, so, I don't mind talking with these people, but if they're coming like this, challenging mood, and they don't want to hear. They, they want to, they want to, you know, like war or fighting or something. I don't want to engage in a fight. If they want to discuss, I'll talk to them about our Krishna consciousness, and I will. Uh, I can I convince him that like this, this is not the mood for a discussion of spiritual topics. So then they decide, okay, we'll 
we'll take care of these guys. So they crossed the river. And meanwhile, the, the other uh, group was camped at uh, what's it called? Uh, Sanagar. Uh, just opposite the river of Kateri. So these are two uh, devotees. They crossed the river and then they, uh, they saw two uh, a simple men wearing a gum shaz and a root dhotis and whatnot. Yeah, one was selling palm leaves and the other was selling uh, uh, wooden pots, I mean uh, clay pots. So they said, look, we'll trade you. We'll give you a brand new cloth for your old cloth. We'll give you some money for your uh, stuff. So they uh, bought from him this stuff bought from these two guys and they dressed up like uh, like local uh, pond sellers and uh, clay pot sellers and so they sat in the market next to each other on the road and they said pond, pond, pond and he said this uh, pond leaves this, uh, he could eat he did not. He didn't take this uh, pine leaf. <coughs> Actually, all the story that we can take pine leaf is not in, it's not intoxicating. It's a little not. It's a little bit intoxicating. So generally, the devotees don't take. Although, obviously, they would take. Anyway, I uh, saw so there the other clay pots, clay pots, get your clay pots. Now these are two items which they have to uh, have. And the Ramas will eat the, uh, the deal not is dried, but they have to have the fresh palm leaf. And the clay pots they use to cook and throw. They didn't have any problems to wash the pots. They throw them. So these two items were pretty essential for these uh, are traveling. So the disciple, the head disciple of the Rana, he went to the market to get palmies and some clay pots. And here he found the two uh, uh, sellers. Pan, pan, pan. Hadi, hadi, hadi. Clay pots. So, oh, he went. And he said, uh, you know, quoted out in Bengali, they said, and chased uh, Sanskrit, they replied to him. He said, you guys know Sanskrit? Oh, we're disciples of Sinaratam. Always know Sanskrit. Sinaratam is a great pundit. He speaks Sanskrit every day. So they said, really? We didn't know like Sanskrit. Oh, yeah. Ahang Kachami, he's a very nice dancer to him. So then he, you're going to challenge him? Ha 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 ha! That's the funniest thing. What do you know? And the other thing I was thinking to him in Sanskrit. So the guy, you know, all the local people, ha ha ha, laughing at him. And then he got like all shook up. 
Uh, even the, the sinful guys shall finally speak Sanskrit. What the secret of pundits? Oh my God. So he went back to the, to the, uh, you know, the king and his, uh, Raj Guru. They are hidden in the crowd in disguise just to see what's happening. And when I saw that the head disciple of the Brahmana was just like laughed away by the crowd, then I got second thoughts. Oh no, what are we doing? What's going to happen to us? And I realized, let's go and see this Dharma. Maybe that's the very guy after all. So they went across the river and saw. So they saw that Narada was a very great devotee. He was very nice. He was very gentle. And, and then they pleaded with him, please forgive us for any offense. Meanwhile, the head hunted, the head round, he appeared. He's outside. I gotta see, I gotta see Dardo! I gotta see Dardo! Quick, quick! Oh, oh, oh! It's like the dead! Help, help! Help! So, okay, okay, let the guy come in. Dardo said, what's the... Last night, he ignored the king. Last night, Bhagavati, Bhagavati Devi, she came to me and did, she had a chanter. She said, I don't get to hear from you. She had a chanter and pieces. Please, please, I committed so many offenses. Please, save me. Oh. Okay, okay. <laughs> Take it easy. <laughs> okay, I, I forgive you. <laughs> oh, I'm saved. I was like, Bhagavati, she's one of the forms of a jogger. She had chat my head off. So, <clears throat> like this, the, uh, <clears throat> that whole campaign was dissipated and they all surrendered to Nardam. And then they said, said, go out and listen to the uh, Bhagavatam class. So, they didn't recognize uh, Rupa Narayan, uh, I forget which one, Rupa Narayan, uh, 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 rather, Ganga Narayan, Chakravarti, or Aram Chandrakadras, one of the, of the uh, Bhagavatam class, and they, they all listened. So, in the end, uh, they all uh, uh, begged forgiveness from Anartam and Anarjan was uh, very uh, much uh, uh, victorious and without doing anything, just being himself. Jai Narjan Tars Takor Ki, Narjan Ki. So, of course, Narjan is famous for uh, writing uh, many um, uh, songs which uh, we uh, sing, bhajans. See, maybe here, here, like, that he was the, um, he was the crown prince to the Westerners that may not mean a lot, but that meant he was a Chatriya. So it was a big issue to the uh, Brahmanas that a Chatriya was initiating Brahmanas because they were very much uh, following the uh, caste system. But, uh, 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 Anitya Nanda Prabhu, 
he uh, didn't uh, he allied people to the uh, post of Mahantas irregardless of what uh, the caste they were so this was the uh, uh, system of the uh, of Lord Nityananda Prabhu and uh, this was a system of practice by the uh, followers of Lord Chaitanya that the realization was more important than being a Lord of Brahma. So, in one case, uh, Anartam and Ramachandra are Kaviraj. They are living in their ashram and uh, they are headed to the uh, Padma River to take a, uh, a dip. It says that for the devotees, for those who are not envious of the uh, devotees, you date in the Padma River, you get over Godhead. But for those who are envious of the devotees, if they date in the Padma River, they get material suffering. So the Padma flows to the uh, Bangladesh, and the Ganges, the Lagarati, flows to Bengal uh, and Mayapur. So, does Bangladesh ever face any kind of difficulties? What do you think? Does Bangladesh ever face difficulties? Huh? Yeah, so this is all those, you see, Padma falls right through the middle of Bangladesh. And all those people that date in the Padma who are envious against the Hindus and the Vaishnavas, they suffer. So, this could be one reason why they suffer so much. In any case, before them they saw two young men uh, taking buffaloes and goats uh, with some sermons. And they thought, oh, seek the... Uh, Kali or Kali or Pujas is coming up. Maybe they're taking these animals to others, uh, uh, animal sacrifice, so that they're not Vaishnavas. So then they thought, let's fish to them. But then the others said, they're not going to listen to us because. And they thought that Brahmas. So then they said, okay, you take the role of a, uh, a caste Brahman, I'll take the role of a Vaishnava, and let's have a debate right behind them at loud voice. So they are arguing each other. There's no difference between Kali and Krishna. It's all the same. What do you mean? Kali is the energy of the Lord. Kali is not the Lord. Like this other went back and forth. Well, offering the sacrifice to the goddess of the animals, what's the problem? Anyway, it's Prashad. It's not Prashad. You offer this, you have to whisper in the animal's ear, Mang Sha, I take your life now, you can take my life later. Really? Is that what that means? That's what the word, that's what the uh, mantra means. But 
And it's given in Vedas. And many given in Vedas for, as a concession to the meters, but actually Kali doesn't take the prasad because she's a vegetarian. She only eats what she eats, and she is a vegetarian. So, oh, really? So why are you taking? I don't know why are you taking. Like they said, so they're having a loud debate. So the two boys, they couldn't help it over here. And so then they thought, what are you doing? They came back and they offered their ladies and said, who are you two? Oh, this is Naraka. This is around Henry Kaliraj. Can we learn from you about spiritual life? Yes, and not all these are goats and buffaloes. No, no. I'll release them. He sent back the servants to the uh, father, uh, Shiva and Vatacharya. Uh, he sent the servants back and said, Tell dad or come later. I'm not offering this uh, animals uh, to the goddess. So they stayed in the Vakta program. Uh, you see, in those days they had Vakta program. Anybody here in the Vakta program? So, you're here. So, uh, they stayed, I forget their names, but the two stayed, and they learned about spiritual life uh, from uh, the uh, two great Acharyas. So, then they said, well, you go home to your father. So when they came home, they were wearing the Vaishnav Tilak. And the father looked at them and said, Hakulagaya! Kulagaya! This means Kula is the family tradition. And Langar means who is uh, like uh, transgressed. Oh, you betrayed the family tradition. I cannot, I cannot uh, see your face. Take out that tilak. Oh, it's horrible. You should have the red tilak of the shaktas, of the worshippers of Kali, not this white. Ah, it's so hard to see. I never thought my sons would wear this white tilak. And they tried to teach No, I cannot hear from you. You're my sons. You're not qualified to teach me. I'll call the Brahmins. They'll let them talk to you. So they called the local uh, caste Brahmins. And uh, they convinced them, according to the Shastra, what they were doing was okay. So they said, so what they're doing is, uh, you don't know anything. What do you mean? You don't know anything. I have a friend, he's a Digby Jai. He has conquered all the four directions. He's the Digby Jai of Matiladesh. I'll call him. He'll defeat these children. So I call his friend the Digby Jai of Matiladesh. Matiladesh is where, uh, uh, Adhanak Raj was the uh, king, and where Sita was born. So Adhanak 4 is in Nepal, and uh, uh, 
Fire material that falls in the soil on the uh, plain area, and fire falls in uh, a Bihar, Bengal, just uh, along the Bengal border. So, it's a very ancient uh, place, Mithila. So, there's some Mithila family came, and he said, How can I talk with your kids? This is the inside dignity. I'm a great pundit after all. I have conquered all the four directions. No one has ever defeated me. So you bring some Vaishnava Charya someone, I will defeat them. I cannot talk to these children. So they brought some local Acharya, Bhagavad Acharya. So he spoke. So, of course, these pundits. They don't know anything about, they only read their sections of the uh, Puranas. And they don't really know much about the Vaishnava uh, philosophy. So, he said, you're allowed to speak first. So that Vaishnava said, well, according to the Shastra, you see, the Brahmins had 12 qualities that are very great. So, Yes, yes. I accept this. You're, you're correct. You see, the Vaishnava has the same twelve plus one more. Pure devotion for Krishna. So the Vaishnava is greater than the Rama. What, in the quoted scripture. What the Shastra said? I don't know. It's in the Shastra. I'm defeated. Oh no! I never been defeated before. Oh no! I cannot take it by down. I cannot take it. I will become, I will choose a middle path. I shall, I shall wander the world as a, as a fakir, as a dedicant, and just dig for a living. I have been defeated, oh no. So there's no such a middle path. He still actually accepted the lifestyle as the, as his guru. But, unfortunately he was a very proud, so, and then Srinanda Vatacharya, when he saw his Adigdi Jai, great father was defeated by the simple Vaishnava Acharya. He became like mad. Oh no! He became a crazy guy. So the sons, I anyway, what to do? They went back to Anarachan and Ramjan Haraj. They told him what happened, and uh, they said, we want to be initiated. Well, they said, you can only take one Diksha Guru. So they were discussing what to do. We like both. Both taught us. We can only take one as Diksha Guru. So they made a deal. Or you take one as a Diksha, I'll take him as a Siksha. Uh, uh, uh. I'll take the other as digs you take the sixer.
shot. Because you're allowed to take uh, many shiksha girls with only one diksha. So they accepted the uh, initiation, but no one could tell like, who was the disciple who. They served each of the gurus so nicely that it, they couldn't really tell just by observing that this one had more devotion. They were very respectful to both the gurus. Although, uh, technically, the, the, the Diksha goes, uh, his instruction is considered uh, should there more uh, weight, but because both of them are total harmony anyway, that, that question never came up. So, uh, this was uh, like this, Naratam and uh, Around hundred Kali rods, they were they were preaching in different ways and different tactics. So gradually, their name and theme uh, spread very wide, uh, and they became uh, very famous, especially. Uh, so, what's that? The three are together, uh, Narajam, Ashwinivas, and Shamananda Pandit, when they, they took the looks back. The looks were stolen in the, uh, uh, what is that place called now? Langura, in the, the kingdom of Vishnupura, Langura. So, these are all the uh, looks. There was a king there, and he uh, he had an astrologer. So he said he would tell when there were travelers going across to his kingdom who has a valuable uh, <coughs> treasure, and he had a special secret service who would go and steal the stuff from the people, and they would come to him as a king. Look, okay, we'll try to solve this case. Or the thieves. And sometimes you get that a little bit. You gotta sell yourself that good. The thieves we didn't get. So, like this, the, the Vancouver is a kind of a poor state. So, it's now a district. But in this way, he would make his money. And then he read the so that's all the story that mainly involves Srinivas uh, Acharya. So this astrologer told all the, the uh, that there's a great treasure, this surprises treasure, and this treasure is so valuable. I, I, I can't even begin to estimate how valuable it is. So the king of the king, wow, wow, I'm going to make it rich now. Now all my problems will be solved. I'll get this, this, this treasure. So he, he thought, I better not let the uh, thieves see the treasure because then they get greedy and steal from me. 
So you need to deal. You'll bring him back to treasure here. Don't open it. I'll give the each so much. So they weren't there. That's the uh, 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 Acharyas who are sleepy. The guards who are there to uh, give them the uh, guard for Maharaj. They are also sleepy. It's easy. They just took the, the treasure case and brought to the king. When the Acharyas woke up, for the uh, early morning bath in Mangalarti. Oh no! Oh no! The looks, the looks of the Krishnadas Kaldiraj of the six of Swamis, all the looks are gone. Oh no! Oh no! They're like hitting their head on the rocks and stones and trees. <laughs> oh no! They entrusted the looks to us. As soon as I said, look at the deity said, I should carry the books. There must be something involved. You go back, you go to Narnia, you go to Ketari, you go to Sanan you go to the northern uh, Arisa. When I find the books, I'll tell you. I'll send messages. There's no need. Uh, the deity entrusted me. I'll, I'll do the needful. You please go back. <coughs> Don't worry, these looks somehow they're protected by Krishna. So, Narada wants to send back. So, like this. Uh, we had. Uh, we took this safari to uh, our dear guns. There's a temple there of uh, Ganga Narayan Chakravarti. And that Narja was, uh, it's like, well, it's on the bank of the Ganges, right uh, close to the confluence where the uh, Padma and the Ganges separate. It's within uh, 50 kilometers or 40 miles uh, from Ketri ground. Ketri down is in uh, Bangladesh, and uh, this is in India. Uh, so I went there, and they have the uh, samadhi of one of the Manipuri uh, kings who came there to see Gangarayan uh, Chakravarti, and uh, they have uh, several. Uh, they have the uh, Samadhi of Narada. So, uh, we said, how did Narada leave? And he said, well, he did in the Ganges, and he turned into milk. So, they scooped up a clay pot of uh, milky water, and that's all that they put in Samadhi. So, this place where he turned to milk, is called as the Dut Ghat, the milk laying Ghat. <laughs> so we all took our that there. And on that time like that, he uh, disappeared in the Ganges. He didn't leave any uh, martial body after him. So uh, we laid in the uh, Dut Ghat. 
Uh, this last uh, two years ago, I took the uh, two or three years ago, I took the safari to uh, Bangladesh after many, many years. <coughs> this time we had one of the uh, one of our devotees was a retired uh, uh, what they call I uh, DIG, a deputy inspector general of police. So he was high-ranking. High so he knew all the uh, uh, superintendents. He was retired. So he uh, recently retired. So he phoned them out and said, you please take care of the uh, uh, this safari. They're going to visit holy places around Bangladesh. Uh, so he had about how many 150 devotees from uh, maybe... Uh, 35 countries. We had a lot of Russian uh, speakers because uh, uh, normally they only got a single entry visa for India, but they got them a double entry so they could enter into Bangladesh and come back. So not everybody came with a proper visa, but we had like 150, 200. So we went around a wilderness. So the first stop after the Haridas Tucker stop was Kateri. Uh, so there, there's a tree called the Ramatala. That at that tree, the uh, love of Godhead was uh, kept for Naraton. So when he did. See, uh, Lord Chaitanya left all the Godhead and in Padma River. So the Padma said, How do I know uh, who's Narta? He said, When he bathes in your water, he'll feel ecstasy. And he also chants Hare Krishna. So you'll experience some ecstasy, you'll chant Hare Krishna. You get that person. Love for Godhead. So when Narasimha went to the uh, Padma, he took his bath, and then he, uh, at that place, uh, then Ashiki Lava got into him, and he changed from uh, a darker color, he changed to a very light color. So when he came home, the mother uh, could not recognize him at first. She said, what happened? I don't know. I read in the Padma and it changed my color. And that time he had love for Krishna. Love for Krishna. So, uh, the devotees, we sat under the favorite uh, color and we saw the uh, different, uh, we saw the temple where they, uh, most of the deities had been assisted to Vrindavan we saw the place where Narayan uh, used to have this temple. And then we went to another place where Narayan used to write. So, but some of the devotees, they didn't know at first, they're sleeping under the Pranamatala. They're sleeping under the tree which had love for Krishna. So when he woke up in the morning, I told him, you are still under the prayer of Chala. 
and they are very healthy. Oh, Jai. So all these places are still uh, present there. Many years ago, uh, Subhagamaraj, he uh, went to see this uh, Arkhetri. At that time, he had some Indian, uh, Indian money in his uh, pocket. So the uh, police chief stopped him and hung with Indian money and said, you crossed over the border illegally. No, no, I, I didn't. But he didn't have his passport because he left his passport somewhere else. So they arrested him. They thought he was illegal like that. So then one uh, secretary of the government was a Hindu. So he showed his passport and said, it's all right. He's not an infiltrator or nothing. He's a sadhu. He's okay. So that, so that person became a, a supporter of Ishkan after that. So we take it like he was sent by Narantam. His name was K.V. Roy Choudhury. And uh, he became the uh, official uh, uh, president of Ishkan in Bangladesh. Although he was not following all the four principles, but had a secretary retired from the government. It was uh, it was a good uh, good strategy because the local government they uh, they they knew that okay if he was a secretary, he had a high protocol, high uh, clearance, so nobody messed with Iskand. So like that, we always had some very high the the. Uh, the uh, president post is usually not necessarily as voting. All the other posts are voting, but that one post we keep for some figurehead, who is some a general or some uh, secretary or so, someone recognized by the government as a uh, uh, a Hindu leader. I'd say uh, so that way. This all happened uh, connected to uh, K3 and Narajal. Uh, so we went to uh, uh, pray to Narajal uh, that he gave us the blessing to preach to the Shudraks, to sing his bhajans. Uh, to give love for God freely to everyone, regardless of caste, creed, color, nationality, gender, any kind of discrimination. This is what he was famous for. Jain Arjundaski. Any questions? Um, you mentioned um, early in the class that um, becoming a Vaishnava is 
um, more important than, so to say, becoming a brahmana or something like that. I, I kind of have the experience in my spiritual life that um, sometimes I, when I'm, say, practicing skills like um, the murdanga or doing kirtan or uh, memorizing shlokas or different things that I tend to um, feel that I'm maybe becoming more advanced or making advancement because I'm developing those skills. Um, what is that the proper, um, so to say, what I should be working on? Uh, or is there a different, uh, what, I guess, what's really becoming a Vaishnava? What does that um, include? Interesting question. It's like you found the question at the end of making it. I thought learning slokas or all those others are external aspects. We want to be qualified to, to our guru, our travail to preach. So we need to learn the shasha, we need to uh, learn how to behave properly. So that, that but that's external because the sense is that we do everything for the pleasure of Guru and Krishna. Now, we want to please Krishna. That's what the Vaishnava is. to serve our Krishna our thoughts, words, deeds eternally now a Brahmana say they identify as a spirit soul on Brahmasmi uh, they should usually want to usually they're impersonalists and they want to merge into the Jyoti so the Vaishnavas, they want to serve Krishna eternally. So they like to go to the spiritual world and serve Krishna in one of his uh, spiritual planets. There's uh, a four Vaishnava Sampradayas mentioned in the Padma Purana. It says if you get mantras from these four, if you, if you don't get from these four, and your mantra will be Nisvalataha. It'll be without fruit. So the four mentioned are the Brahma, Rudra, Sri, and Kumar. So we come in the Brahma Sampradaya. That's Brahma, 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 or Shiva, or Lakshmi, or the four Kumars. These four are authorized. So part of being a Vaishnava is that if we get the opportunity, we don't uh, we don't uh, reject or uh, unnecessarily delay in taking some initiation uh, from a guru in one of our uh, specific succession. 
as part of it. Now, like Jiva uh, Swami, in order to serve his uh, uh, guru, Arupa Goswami, better, he wanted to uh, qualify himself. So he went to the Varanasi University and he learned Sanskrit. So he was a very uh, a great scholar in Sanskrit. That didn't make him Vaishnava. He was Vaishnava because he did it to please Krishna, to please Guru. He thought he could use this. So learning slokas, reading, all these are good. If he uses for Krishna, if you think, oh, I'm great, I know that so many slokas are better than this one. He only knows 17 slokas, I know 21. I'm the greatest. Obviously, that's not going to help you in your spiritual life. So we want to, but all those things are okay. There's nothing wrong. It's good. You want to be a qualified disciple. I had one uh, uh, one disciple from Guyana. He said he uh, was a migrant to uh, Canada, and he was making forty dollars an hour as a welder. So he thought he was really the greatest because he was making so much money welding. So at night, his family was back in Guyana. And he hit the uh, tethers and had some rum. That's the, amongst the uh, those from Trinidad and Guyana. They like rum. So he had a few rounds. He met one, a Sankirtan devotee, who tried to just no, no, I know, I'm Hindu, I know that, I, I have this, my grandfather used to read. So he went to another Italian, had some more rounds. This time again, the same devotee happened to be the outside. He said, sir, you're a great pundit, I know. This Gita is very good. Please, I'm begging you, take this Bhagavad Gita. Whatever you get as a donation, we'll take it. He thought, just see, I'm an immigrant from a foreign country, and this local Canadian, he's begging for me. I have achieved it, I have made it. Now, okay. Take ten dollars. Give that book. Put in big face. You know. The next day, Ron had worn off. He had a headache. Oh. <laughs> he opened the book. He opened the book. Well, how did I get this? Bhagavad Gita. So he started reading the Gita. And then he saw, oh, here in Toronto, there's one branch. 233 Avenue Road. Uh, let's go there. See what it's like. So then he went. It happened to be like a, 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 a day before yesterday, the Nityananda Triodasi. So there's a big kirtan, there's a big feast. That was it. He got drawn into the kirtan and Prashant feast, 
He was hooked for life. So then he read all the verses. And the so-called pundits from Guyana, they don't know much. They just, uh, they, they resent themselves. He'd say, Bhagavad said, you know, I am the cause of everything. And then, they wouldn't know what to say. So, like this, he used this locus of this preaching to the fellow Guyanese named many devotees. And since then, he's migrated to uh, Orlando, but he tells, this is how I became the devotee. I was thought out, I was proud. I thought I was a great welder. Uh, later, I hurt my back welding. But I got the mercy of the book to he gave me the Bhagavad Gita because he was humble. Somehow I took it. And that Bhagavad Gita saved my life. Jai Bhakti Sushan Ki. Sankirtan Yoga Ki. I saw. If you use your slokas, if you use your rabbinical uh, uh, qualities to extend your preaching, to your service to Guru and Krishna, that's okay. But what makes you Vaishnav? Is that you want to use everything for Krishna. Otherwise, why is there you and any other pundit? These pundits, like Digby Jai, he wants to show up, he knows more than the other. Tatal Muni, Tatal Mat. As many other Munis, they have some different opinion. So, we all have the same opinion. We want to serve Krishna. That's our unity and diversity. Are the worst persons? We have the same purpose. The purpose is to serve Rukhmini, Dorkadish, Aramanava, Hare Krishna, Jagannath, Valdez, Vajra, Gornitine, Hare Any other questions? I don't see any. Do you have anything at all? I all. One more question. Give her the mic. She's asking. All over the world are watching this class. She's asking what attitude should we have when we see devotees um, attacking. How can we heal, heal our heart without breaking our faith, especially when some of these attacks are coming from other devotees? How should we heal when we are attacked by devotees? Attack means physical or verbal. It depends if the devotees are senior, peers, or junior. If they're like new devotees, 
good deal one way of the senior devotees. Well, we take a holiday to try to see is there really anything wrong in what I'm doing, what they're saying. We, we, we take it a little seriously, but if, if there's a we doubt or that maybe the senior devotee is not correctly thinking, we can we can uh, discuss with our guru with others. So we, we we have the faith that okay if they if they feel I'm doing something wrong, that it, it, their faith is based on their experience, on their knowledge of Shastra. They want to do so not because they hate me or something. It's what their opinion is, based on what they know. She can go to some more senior than that person. Uh, she is saying it's a local president, senior, or, or the GDC, or one going to one's guru. And just to, if he has some doubt that this devotee says that I shouldn't read the Chaitanya Charamrita before the Bhagavatam because otherwise I'm a total liar. You know, or Prabhupada never, he said that the systematic way you read is Gita, Bhagavatam, Chaitanya Charamrita, but he didn't say you read a little Chaitanya Charamrita, you're a liar or something. You know, some devotee might say something that's a little uh, extreme. We had somebody come to my board and tell everyone that if you, I forget what he said, but it was something like if he didn't uh, know the Rasalila, you were in my or something. But usually for the new devotees, we don't read the Rasalila. That comes later. So, you know, there's some devotees, there are many sannyasis, there are many so they have their opinion. We can balance that out. We can hear, if all the senior devotees say the same thing, well then you're wrong. You know, at least uh, we should question our, what we're doing. Is it correct? Is there something Why does the devotees think wrong of us? Why are they attacking us? So we want to be sure that what we're doing is right. After that, like some devotees have the different opinions. You can't please everyone. But we don't want to hold any hard feelings in our heart to that devotee. We accept that the devotee, that their opinion is based on their Krishna consciousness. They may not have the highest, or they may have a, a particular angle on Krishna consciousness, which may not be applicable to me. Maybe is applicable to some people. Like this, if it's just your friends or your or some junior audience, you can be a little more. You can uh, d- debate with them. You can discuss with them. Why do you say like that? And you can quote some slogans. If the senior Vaishnava, you can ask questions, but you shouldn't, like, challenge, no, you're wrong. You shouldn't even ask questions. Uh, Prabhu, 
He was saying like this, I had a doubt. And he asked a question. He always had the right to ask a question. That, and by, uh, I was with uh, Srila Prabhupada, and he was once talking to the uh, brother of Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati uh, Thakur. So he asked a question. So he said that asking questions is not an offense. It was a bit of a pointed question, but he asked it as a question. Now, we didn't have much experience of the problem dealing with, with that someone of a superior position because Bhakti Siddhanta had already left the world, and this was the only person that was. He had no, uh, only one godbrother, uh, and he had already left. So this was the only advice uh, down uh, that, to some extent, was like uh, a similar level. Because he was the brother of the Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur. Uh, so I had this personal experience that he said, it's not offensive to ask a question. So you can ask a question. You can say, I have this doubt. All you're saying... I respect you, I have you in my esteem, but I have this doubt. And you say what your doubt is. And then they either are able to answer it or not. So like this, you can ask questions. But we shouldn't just like, how do you think? Uh, you know, some proper disciple has gone over to some other mission and left Israel. So then they say, he said, the old thing, he said, embrace all the others. He said, well, the prophet told us that we should stay in Islam. That's proof of how we uh, love him. How well we love him is how we cooperate with Iskan leaders. How we uh, cooperate with Iskan devotees. This is my doubt. So you're saying I should leave Islam. But the prophet said we should stay in Islam. So I have this doubt. So... Uh, technically, you're not offensive, of course. You know, for Salaj, myself, or Rati, or other proud disciples, we might be more harsh <laughs> with such people, but maybe the, uh, the grand disciples will be a little respectful, but you need to be firm, stand your ground. Not just the sort of way, who is the person speaking? You know, if the person is actually a, a local authority, then why is he saying that? It's something you looked into. Maybe there's something you're doing which is not proper, or otherwise, maybe he's alt. But it should be dealt with very, uh, 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 I don't use the word diplomatic, but shall we say, using etiquette. Maybe others would like to add something to this. So that's what you want to say, anything? I think all the points seem very valid and, and significant. I think that if you're in a position of, a, uh, of some kind of responsibility in ISKCON these days, um, you know, it's, it's very difficult to 
devotees in general to understand how to properly approach a senior Vaishnav or Vaishnavi with respect. Um, I think that's one of the one of the things in ISKCON today that I think is very difficult is that um, a lot of times uh, one's own god brothers or god sisters won't even step forward and uh, support uh, a senior devotee such as yourself that's in a position of guru responsibility. Um, I, I think that there needs to be more of that. And I think that the uh, second generation devotees they, they'll, they should understand that anyone that's a Prabhupada disciple and still uh, serving in ISKCON today, they've actually gone through a lot of situations, a lot of austerity, a lot of sacrifice, and um, they may never understand what that austerity or sacrifice is. They, they, they may have a, a somewhat of an understanding, but I, I don't think they'll really understand what it means to be there in the beginning with Srila Prabhupada and serving today. There, there, there's, there's that, I don't know, for lack of a better word, there's this mystique. I don't think anyone could see, or even like myself, very difficult for, to meet, uh, to fully appreciate the association that you had with Srila Prabhupada or, or any other one uh, disciple that had association with Prabhupada the, that association, that activity uh, I'll, I'll probably never understand the extent of that although I may have an inkling but I, I think that we should try to um, teach the second generation how to become more respectful uh, of a Prabhupada disciple and how they need to understand the uh, uh, difficulty that it is or it takes to go on in Krishna consciousness and uh, yes there will be mistakes made there will be a lot of uh, uh, situations that they may not like or may not appreciate but uh, it should be understood that anyone that's performing the service in Krishna consciousness for so many years like yourself or any other senior devotee that it's not by uh, some material, uh, you know, power or position, or it's actually devotion, and and I think that needs to be exhibited more, explained more, talked about more, so that there can be this uh, better understanding of that position. I hope I made sense, <laughs> but I just think there needs to be more of that in our society today. Radhana Maharaj was giving a good example of uh, two devotees, uh, the two brothers uh, from Mayapur, who are the who are the uh, Puyaris, Janinivas and Pankajangani. Those two brothers, he was giving, uh, he was uh, glorifying them, saying that they've been through so much in Mayapur. So much, you know, he even said, we accept that we have a lot of faults and difficulties in Niskon and uh, politics and so many things. But these two brothers, they remain faithful to Srila Prabhupada's service. 
their humility and their dedication to Srila Prabhupada made him overcome all those problems. So, anyone, any devotee going through difficulties like that, if they remain loyal and service and dedicated to Prabhupada, to the mission, all the other things will become meaningless or insignificant. And of course, you give a good explanation of how to deal with seniors, with equals, and uh, junior devotees with the proper etiquette. So the attitude that you, that you were explaining of how to adopt, it was perfect. But I was just adding this part of two devotees as examples in ISKCON for serving ISKCON for almost 40, 44 years. Their humility, their dedication, and their loyal service to Prabhupada made them strong. And in spite of also critical things that happened, they remained victorious and they, re they remained like good examples for us to look up. Thank you. Johnny Marsh and Pankhan Jangan are very uh, are special devotees. I, I, I took him like as a uh, our co-director at my employer, GBC. I had to deal with all kinds of issues. I say one of them would come uh, come to me and discuss something, and and uh, if someone else came. And they were talking some management issue. I looked, they'd be gone. And it didn't involve them. They're gone. They just, they're focused on the DD service. And, they, and what to speak of, like, for child or other things, I mean, they didn't even stay to hear other uh, management issues that didn't involve them. Uh, to some extent, Pankhan Younger, he's, he's a little involved in management. Uh, Johnny Walsh is like, uh, completely absorbed in his uh, daily worship. Uh, that's the one thing. On the other, Now, occasionally they visit Vrindavan or they visit uh, Chaltati or something to see the different uh, temples. But uh, for like 20 years, I never left Mayapur. And especially uh, Janami was. Like one time he thought, okay, I'll go to the Ganges and take a dip. No sooner did he go to the Ganges, and then there was like a big problem in the regard. <laughs> so he was always like, where <laughs> probably one of the standards for the uh, head Vajari of the uh, uh, Christian Varam on Monday in Vrindavan. Uh, uh, but when he told that, the standard thing, they never go to Lloyd Bazaar, they never go anywhere, they just stay with the deities. I had to I left. He got a nice flight one back. So it was, uh, 
is a thought to be really to be aware to be uh, connected to the deity and that's your like your total service so it, what we're told that if they do the service in our in, uh, condition life in this world our service whether Pujari or Sankirtan or whatever it might be we do our devotional service that's our connection to Krishna and uh, not everybody someone has to do the management but not everyone has to do it so on the other hand the owner in the spiritual world or in Krishna's Leela and then our relationship with Krishna as a coward boy or coward girl or queen or parent or whatever that will be the predominant thing it's not like none of us chance 16 rounds and he may not do that but he's totally uh, Krishna conscious he's always thinking eating smelling Krishna as his son so he's always thinking about Krishna every moment and he worships on Dini and all of the Prasad Krishna. He doesn't think Krishna is God. He thinks Krishna is his son. So we get that kind of relationship in a spiritual uh, realm or in the uh, Lila of Krishna. While we're in this life, it's our service. So what your service is, it is service to preach. You want to learn slogans, you want to be qualified to preach, you want to be able to. Uh, Explain Krishna consciousness properly. If it's whatever your service is Pujari, you want to please the deities. If your service is Sankirtan, you want to books and make a favorable impression on the, on the people you talk to. Like, according to whatever your service is, you do that. Uh, so here we have, like, when people come to the temple, it's nice if there's someone who's assigned. Uh, to take care of the visiting people because that's the one thing that like India usually even, even here there was on uh, that girl lady from San Diego uh, Lakshmi Prakash she complained that she went at noon to the Hyderabad temple and there was no one to talk to her although she was a donor so like this one wrong, one thing is slip, you slip up, they never forget. So, I went to the Unitarian Church a few weeks ago, and they had, at least at the Sunday service, they had some members of their congregation as volunteers. They greeted the people that were coming. Even Walmart greets the people, right? It's a, it's a common thing. So they greeted the people that were coming. And anyone knew... They give a visitor first time or they have some uh, name thing that they wore. So they have that nice uh, sticker. So it'd be nice if there's someone with that service. Because uh, we've had in life where everyone uh, complained that no one had the time to take care of them. So we made a facilitation booth from 9 to 5. At least uh, there's some there to guide the people or to go 
what they should do when they're there. So, but whatever your service is, attach your connection to Krishna. So you want to do your service real nice. You want to do it as expertly as possible. And in this way. So, it's not that. Any service is less meaningful than others. All the services are important. Whatever we do, we try to do it carefully. Now, if the service is cooking, you want to cook the prasads that Krishna details. When people eat the prasad, they'll also, uh, their love for Krishna will be awakened by that prasad. So, Lord Chaitanya, he would taste the devotion of the cooks in the prasad. And I had a personal experience of cooking in Montreal, uh, cooking and authoring, and I was like, head of the jury, the president, the head cook, and only four of us in the temple, so <laughs> a lot of things at one time. So I would cook all the prashat, I'd say to someone else, and I got the plate, I'd jump in the shower, take a quick shower, come back, put on my tilak, I'd take the authentic to the deities, the juggernaut tenors, the juggernaut all this, whatever. It was... I was so ecstatic to take that all thing to Krishna. I don't have words to express. So, all these service, you can get unlimited nectar if you put your heart into it. That's my humble experience. Uh, one thing, when I joined in 68, there was three temples in Islam, San Francisco, New York and Montreal. I saw all the temples. <laughs> but now I, I, I've not seen all the temples. It's very difficult to see all the temples. There's like five, six hundred all over the world. You know, who's seen all the temples? Mongolia, Philippines, uh, Papua New Guinea. I may have seen more temples than most of these, but. I've not seen all the temples, but in 1968 I saw all the temples. They're going to go and open up L.A. that day. They're going to, and from Montreal they went and opened up Vancouver and I went and opened up Toronto. So like this, Proverbs and Wood, open temples at one time. And he said, boil down the, 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 uh, the milk. Make the temples we have strong, self-sufficient. So like that, it went to different stages. By the end of his pastime, he had 108 temples. So this was predicted by some soldier that he would make 108 temples. So one person in 108. No, no, we, we all assisted him, but... He was the one who had the vision. He was the one that was uh, carrying cross, pushing us. So, we're unlimited grateful to Srila Prabhupada. He's our life, he's our soul. Srila Prabhupada, keep.
Call out King. Call out King. Thank you.